0: Yeah, should we get some uh, get some pre-show? Yeah, it's going right now. Pre- pre-show oh, banter. Yeah, let's do it. It's banter, banter time.
1: Matt, your Che Guevara like cosplay, cosplay. <laughs> In- incredible today. <laughs> you brought it. You brought it to the live show. Well, yeah, the I, revolution
2: will not be televised. I wore, I wore the we're hat. I wore the
0: hat because we went golfing today, and, uh, and I just had the hat on. And my hair looks terrible. Uh, I don't know. Did Che ever wear a Elton John T-shirt? I don't think that's true. It was he wore it was a
1: sleep shirt for him. You know,
0: (laughs) it was pajama che.
1: That's a che you don't think about a lot is pajama (laughs) che. But
0: one of of those long T-shirts like goes down to his knees. and (laughs) you know, Viva um, Love. Castro's like kissing him gently on the forehead and sending him to bed with a glass of warm milk. Yeah,
1: (laughs) he's just got like a blondie sweatshirt and just no no (laughs) pants.
2: That's the revolution. As
1: Elton John wanted.
2: <laughs> Wasn't that in the motorcycle diaries? Yes. <laughs> <laughs>
0: I mean, I didn't finish it. I don't know. What do you think the big uh, socialist leaders did wear to bed? Stalin was definitely like a full flannel jammies and like a silk robe guy.
1: He know? he did like the tuxedo t-shirt, but of like a full <laughs> military uniform. No, no. I'm it-
0: picturing Stalin doing like the uh, like Downton Abbey sort of thing where it's like the three layer like bedtime garb. But mm. I don't think Castro was doing that. I think Castro was just sleeping... He was he was just in his boxers or something with the hat on. <laughs> Always the hat. You've thought about this before.
1: <laughs> no, just kidding. Who did like the butt flap? Like FDR. Pull you know, pot the the, 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 the the full onesie no, with the butt uh, flap.
2: LBJ did that.
1: Oh yeah, because yeah, totally.
0: he was Except, the one
2: talking about the bunghole. No, LB,
0: LBJ's also LBJ also had a flap in the front to let out his his oh, massive dong. Exactly. Yeah.
1: Yeah, it rides up. It rides up in my bunghole.
0: (laughs) LBJ absolutely would have gone in for, you know, like Facebook ads for novelty men's underwear, you know, (laughs) where it like makes it look like a howling wolf. I've never gotten Facebook ads like that.
2: All of mine is for audio equipment ever since I started buying it. Right, yeah. <laughs> So it's just like microphones
1: and stuff.
0: No, Brendan, you, you got to get some of these like really weird Facebook ads though, right? There's like, it's like Ziply
1: or something. Oh, is that like a, one of what those underwears that? or whatever? No,
0: no, 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 no. Oh, yeah, yeah. Maybe that's the underwear. No, I'm talking about like like weird product line thing that's always advertising on Facebook. It'll be like, here are like the six things we think you need. And it'll be like, Cat house cat house Yeah, you're yeah, talking like,
1: about like wish.com yeah, or something wish. like that wish.com maybe yeah,
0: maybe yeah it'll be, like, be like cat house 30 foot ladder vibrating butt plug 9,000 pack of smarties and it's like what the fuck algorithm are you using no that
1: all makes sense yeah that all sounds good <laughs> that
0: is wild
1: <laughs> <laughs> do you get a discount if you get all five at once oh, Dude, yeah. that's how it should work <laughs>
2: whatever I see ads that say the five things you need I'm like you don't know me That's all I say Oh they do know you though They Mm -hmm. absolutely know you They think Well they think so Well they probably do know me But I'm about (laughs) to go dark Pretty soon (laughs) I'm feeling it (laughs)
0: Everyone and welcome to the Liquid Flannel Podcast from the Omaha, Nebraska Brendome. I am it. Matthew Hodges, joined as ever by my excellent comrade and co-host in the Brendome, here right now. We're all in the same room, people. In the dome, dome, the dome, we're dome. all in it together. Thank you for inviting us into your house and feeding us delicious, like, chicken nachos and stuff. Yeah,
1: welcome welcome to the Brendome. Dome. That's great. Uh, you know, don't mind the guard dogs. Uh, <laughs> that's just uh, my lawyer says that I have to have them for legal reasons. So. Viciously
0: attacked by an incredibly friendly cat. Aggressively friendly. Yeah, <laughs> that's
1: how they get you. She's a spy cat, you know. Ag- she weasels her way in. She doesn't want to scare you off. She's learning everything about you.
0: Black ops, black cat. It makes sense. Enjoy <laughs> <laughs> Joining us also here in Omaha, Nebraska, is our old friend, Chuck Williams. Hey, Chuck. What up, gang? And, you know, the uh, guard cats
2: didn't weird me out nearly as much as all the waivers I had to sign to walk in here. So, (laughs) you know... But it's actually pretty comfortable once you're in.
0: Well, they're just they're just moving in, so you know, still taking out like the old booby traps. Okay, uh, yeah. Their, any <laughs> any number of torts that are still just like sitting around. Uh, I you know? I literally laid down
2: in every space just to see <laughs> if it was <laughs> did, sleepable yeah. in. So, you would be surprised how many closets are built to be slept yeah. in. In Look, these here suburbs, looking,
0: looking for looking for any place that you can stash a uh, like a twelve year old um, almost Tough wizard bodies you know? for days. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> <This is> so... <laughs> There's your episode title, (laughs) Bodies for Days.
2: We
1: know that the Trump administration is coming for underage wizards. Oh, uh, dude! You know any day now. Yeah, absolutely. Seriously, we're we're prepared to harbor as many wizards just doing research.
0: Any any wizard born overseas, um, you know, to wizard citizens, um, still has to go through the uh, like the naturalization process. What if
2: his wizard parents were fighting for the army?
1: Yeah. (laughs) <laughs> well, it's a, it's a shame that we didn't have our friend Nick Lesman. We wanted to make it, but capitalism has claimed another victim. That's right.
2: Oh, man. Yeah.
1: Where apparently he has to work, I guess it's like 24 hours a day, seven oh, days know. a week. I guess that's how it works. I don't know. You know, that's toe. what they
2: call a contract. <laughs> so.
1: But yeah, I think he, freedom would... he he sir,
0: sir. He made the arrangement mm-hmm. with his employer that he would be available 24 hours he has a day. the Seven right days a week
1: yeah, yeah he does well as an emergency brain surgeon you know that's you know yes. that, that, it, only, it only makes sense yeah uh,
2: absolutely because ben carson is doing other
1: things yeah he's so, got that you know. medicare doctor slavery you know so he's, now gotta, there's just a glass. he's gotta do it he, they force him to do it right uh, but yeah i think he would have had some opinions on the uh military children born on military bases overseas don't become citizens See, anymore. I honestly, I honestly cannot
0: figure out where they're going with this. Like who was it who was well, asking Matt, for that?
1: Here's how here's how devious these immigrants are. So <laughs> these immigrants, you know, make <laughs> um,
0: trope warning. <laughs> <laughs>
1: they make their way to America so that they can infiltrate our military and then they can and serve in the for military <laughs> for several years. <laughs> You know, get stationed overseas, and their only goal is to impregnate foreign women and implant their children like sleeper cells in America. And then they, you know, serve in the military for like another 10 years. It
0: is the most crass form of (laughs) entryism. And then they think they want to bring their
1: family back with them. Like, excuse me, you've only been in the military for like... 20 years like you think you're gonna be like a citizen of america yeah, now like guaranteed
0: citizenship i saw it in that army recruiting yeah. movie about fighting giant bug aliens right well and, they just say whatever you know? right
1: um, <laughs> and his wife's probably from like germany or some socialist country or something right. like that like you don't do we really want that here in america in america they're probably playing socialist sports like u.s soccer you know <laughs> right oh yeah
0: so so whose brainchild was this was this a uh was it a stephen miller thing or where do you think it came from inside the administration i think there's a... I, mean, I don't think trump's gonna go out there and be like folks like the thing we need to do yeah i, I, I just went into a bernie voice or something uh, <laughs> right, right. And, okay i want you to do <laughs> We've the got impression we the <laughs> military children <laughs> fuck don't do that could you fucking gonna... imagine if bernie sanders it. came up with this
1: policy how the people on the right would be like <laughs> This dude hates America so bad. Right? Yeah, like, yeah, uh, totally. Why does or he anybody. hate the I mean, If
0: this were, if this were a Biden proposal, it'd be the same thing. So, and that's what I can't not even. Figure Biden out. has the balls like, to pull this. Trump, out. Trump says, you know, folks, we love our, we love our veterans, we love their, we love military families and stuff. And then this Just thing is not coming out of the best Trump administration. administration. Children. Yep, like. But who was it? I mean, who was it who actually came up with this thing? Because it doesn't I, make any kind of political sense. Yeah, here.
1: there's like a bet going around in the White House that's like, who can get Trump to adopt the most ridiculous <laughs> policy? Uh, and there's like a lot of money riding on now because they just keep, you know, double or nothing. I think it's up to like $500 million right, in the yeah. pool right now because he just keeps, he. there's no limit.
2: Well, have you ever thought that it could be just another way to kick the decomposing corpse of john mccain in the sun (laughs) seriously i mean it's literally it's just to say you know what you were born on an american base in panama (laughs) <laughs> Fuck you. You yeah. know, we're Doesn't going count. to make sure that no more John McCain's yeah. come up. You You're one hundred percent. That's you exactly know. where it came it, from. It, just, he
0: retroactively know. stripped John
1: McCain's no, that's presidency right. away. That's you right, know, it's like it, John McCain was never even president it anymore. Did. It
0: came up over the same weekend when it was the one year anniversary of, of John McCain's death, right? I mean, Mm -hmm. it really was just Trump going to John McCain's grave and pissing on it. Which, I mean, (laughs) look, I'm in favor of pissing on John McCain's grave, but that's, I mean, that's the only thing that makes sense that I've heard. Right.
1: Well, here's where I think he should go. He should say, you're not automatically a citizen... Unless you also join the military, that's the deal that I think he should make, right? Where it's just a military (laughs) recruitment scheme. It's like indentured servitude, right? Pete Buttigieg's uh, proposal, one hundred percent. Yeah, of of you know national indentured servitude or whatever. Right. right. Yeah, Pete Buttigieg is like, we're gonna bring back the draft, but it's gonna be it's uh, only gonna gonna be women this time. Also, well, and
0: and also it's like. You know, we're we're going to draft you, but it's not necessarily just going to be for national service. We're also going to turn people into fucking unpaid interns to work for like giant mega corporations that we contract <laughs> with to like rebuild bridges right. and shit like that.
1: Jobs. Oh. Yeah, which like I don't know. Like I think the idea of like what if, you know, it was like hey, every student like when they graduate high school before they go to college, they have to spend a year you know, doing Greenpeace or whatever. Like, I think that would be cool. That would be a benefit Compulsory to, service. you know, the world, you know, to just be like, hey, like, let's put these kids to work like slaves. That's what I want to do with my kids. That's what I want to do with other people's kids. Like, I think that's the best purpose, Brandon really. Says uh, we're bringing slavery back. I mean, honestly, honestly, I think
0: the kids would be better off if there was a mandatory, you know, in a in a lot of European countries, they do like a gap year where it's not, it's not required, but it's uh, pretty common for right. people like, they get done with their equivalent of high school, and before they start college, they have like a year to like do whatever. And yeah. a lot of people do choose to go and like they travel, or they go and do like a volunteer thing, right. or they get a job, or they or take they like could, some... like
1: come fold my laundry, and then I'll just like let them sleep in one of my extra closets. Right. Yeah. And then <laughs> yeah, like it's a it's a win win. Right. Yeah.
0: Right. <laughs> I, I'm saying like I, I I would be happier with with mandating like a gap year. Just so that like people have some fucking clue what they're gonna do like right. as an adult. Even even if you sat at home and like hung out online and smoked weed for an entire year, at the end of it, like most people are gonna go like, that was fun. Now I'm ready to like go back to school and like do something <laughs> right. where, Or you know, like you're get like a job. I'm gonna go fucking right. Or with you're
1: gonna up. be like, well, you know, while I have my gap year. I'm just gonna lay down some tracks, and then suddenly you have the number one song in America for oh, yeah. two right. weeks yeah, in right. a row. Totally. You know what I mean? Yeah. So like sometimes it sometimes it does work out. You know, on on average, right. uh, if you if you total it all up. Uh, right. So yeah, I don't know. I, I we're gonna need people to like build the seawall. To keep the like yeah. the 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 sea leviathans sea back, you know, yep. like oh. who else is going to do that yep. if not for the if not for the we're, children? We're going to need you people
0: to wear those lead suits right. uh, as they're they're cleaning up right. the uh, radioactive carbon yeah, yeah,
1: it's very appropriate that we're talking about this on our special Labor Day live spectacular episode, <laughs> right? Uh, <laughs> because, like many Americans, I was like, "What is this holiday?" <laughs> oh yeah, dude. <laughs>
2: So to replace May Day, like, cause was May Day the original Labor Day? No, oh, it's for
0: it's for women who have given birth, and this is the day to commemorate that it's tough to do that for like a bunch of hours. <laughs> yeah, dude. I'll take your word for it. <laughs>
1: but yeah, no, it is kind of like May Day. And it, it's uh, it's funny. So I, I was looking at I mean, it. Up. like nobody
0: celebrates May Day anymore. Like nobody really knows. Well, people so kind of there, do. Like and a, not in America, for sure. Like it's real, more of like a European right. type of thing. But, there, but definitely in America, there's not that relationship to the labor movement and the idea of you right. know, like May Day strikes right. and stuff.
1: But I mean, literally, Labor Day started in like the late 1800s because of shit like that they were making six-year-olds like work in coal mines for like seven days a week for like 12 hour days and shit like that
2: you thought about doing that right and
1: they would do shit like (laughs) where you live in the company town Mine's not doing so great. We're gonna cut your pay. And they're like, What about my the rent that I pay you in company script back right, to the company yeah. town? And they're like, Oh, well, we're not gonna cut yeah. that. Like, what right. are you crazy? Seriously, like, if you want to you, you live else. on the streets, so that's fine, you know. <laughs> right. Um,
0: hey, you were welcome to take all of your fucking monopoly money and right. go to the next company town down and see yeah. if they'll take it. Right. Seriously, park And
1: so yeah, and so people got <laughs> people got so pissed that they were like, Fuck this shit. We're gonna just march in the streets instead <laughs> right. of working and be right. like, This is some bullshit. Yeah. Uh, and they did it so much that, that they got mowed down uh, that, yeah that all, of the, that all of the rich people were like how about we just shoot a bunch of people yeah right uh and then maybe they'll stop and then that's what they fucking did and mm. they had shit like the fucking hay market riots and stuff like that sure yeah and it got so bad that who was the fucking president it was like Gar- it was like president garfield Cal- or some shit not- like that yeah was it garfield i think it was garfield who was like part of his like campaign was like I'm going to fix this. And part of the way he fixed it was like recognizing labor day and that labor day was going to be a day where the working people get off work and they go march in the streets and they show like, this is how powerful labor is. It's a day for them to show off. Their like labor power, and it's going to be you know sanctioned and approved by the government to say like, hey, you get that day off or yeah. whatever. Right. And now it's a day where it's like thirty percent off mattresses, and you have to work a fourteen hour oh, shift sure. yeah, mattress sure. firm. And All if you wear them.
2: white after it, people judge you. <laughs> <laughs>
0: All of the all of the middle managers and hires now right. just have an extra three day weekend. Whereas if you're working at like Chili's or uh, um, America needs if, those baby back ribs, yeah, absolutely. Okay. If you're if you're working at any kind of like grocery store or convenience store or something like that, like you probably are pulling extra duty because like one of your co-workers managed to get the request in for the time off like fucking right. six months ago right because like know? you work
1: <laughs> right. at the walmart and people are like yep where's the cooler they said the coolers were on sale or whatever <laughs> yeah and they're like i'm so we sold out because they, that were- they were 70 percent right. off yep. like i'm right. sorry like we sold out hours ago people are fucking
0: strangling each other to death with those like aerobi frisbees like <laughs> yeah
1: weird shit happens at walmart <laughs> <laughs> did you guys see that chinese costco the first Costco opened up in China, oh, and it was man. like it was like Black Friday or whatever. People were just punching each other, trying to get, Wait, trying to get those chickens China? or whatever. Which oh, I don't even know what city it was. <laughs> There's like 80 cities in China that are over a million people. That's why Hong Kong's such a problem right now. Uh, <laughs> That's why Hong
0: Kong is a problem? Well, <laughs> I mean, seriously. <laughs> not of
1: Costco's. Well, the, the, the Costco's,
2: people are riding. right. Hong Kong used to be like, Hong Kong's economy was like 25% of the economy. Now it's like 2% because of all these other mega cities that are blowing up. They're like, dude, we don't need you. So we don't really need to wait till 2047.
1: (laughs) The Hong Kong situation is crazy because it's been going on for over 80 days now Yeah, that they like every day, they just have literally millions of people marching in the streets and it just keeps happening. And they're like in like a stalemate now because there's nothing really that the Hong Kong government can do like, the things that the protesters want yeah. without China's okay, and right. the things that they want are like, stop getting China's yep. okay all yep. the time China on everything. Yeah, we right. agree to
0: any of our demands.
1: The- yeah, I don't know. I don't see the resolution to it because China could just say, like, you know what, Hong Kong, like, do whatever you want. We don't really care that much. And that's what they should do. But then everybody else who in China is like... Well, I don't actually like the shit that China's pulling on me, and I live inside China. So, right. like, why don't I do that? Yep. <laughs> like, yep. and that's not what they want at all. So, they gotta like send a message. Well,
2: China's controlling the message within China, like at least from what I've heard. This iteration of the riots, I mean, yeah, it's kind of like um, connected to the Umbrella Movement from years ago, from the Occupy Movement in Hong Kong, but this all started when this Hong Kong dude killed his girlfriend in Taiwan and then Taiwan, you know, he went back to Hong Kong and they were like, we want to extradite you, but we don't have a way to do that. We don't think we have a way to do that. And now China's like, well, we want you to extradite everyone we want, so. Right. Well, <laughs> right. and there was some
1: instance, too, where there was some guy who was like some billionaire. Right. And they ended up extraditing him because of some, like, financial stuff or whatever. Right. Uh, you know, it was kind of unclear. And they were like, well, nothing's going to happen to that guy. Like, he's a billionaire. Like, he got extradited to China. And then it was just like, what happened to that guy? And it was like, mm, don't ask yeah, us dude. questions about that Why guy exactly, anymore. Dude. He's yeah. gone. Which, which guy? Um, And so they realized, like, Oh, if China can pull that shit on a literal billionaire, like it can pull it on you easy. Oh, easily. Oh, easy. Well, and
0: yeah. they're doing it Way to those, the
2: bookstore sellers that were selling right. those books by Xi. Yeah. But it's books like yeah. the well, Bible.
0: It might be the scale of that threat that has led to, I mean, you're seeing some amazing direct action out there. You know, like there are videos hitting, uh, you know, TikTok and Twitter where you've got people like, cutting down these big, um, like, uh, CC, CCTV and, like, facial right. recognition, like, mm. camera towers. Right, oh, yeah. They're, like, bringing them down, you know, as crowds. Or, like, every time you see uh, one of these, like, big I got big bad news for those guys.
1: They're all, they got all of their faces on <laughs> camera they while they were cutting <laughs> don't it down. Do it, oh, don't they're don't all, do. all wearing masks, <laughs> though. Right. I mean, they right. all have uh, Juggalo face paint you know. on, as is, <laughs> right. as is tradition. But, you know, Faco you're brain. also
0: seeing that, like, mass deployment of, like, lasers anytime the cops decide to, you know, whenever the, the paramilitary decides to bring in a helicopter or release a bunch of tear gas across a crowd or something, and the crowd lights it up with lasers, so it just completely right. devastates visibility for, again, these same people who are trying to, more or less, along with the interests of China and the Hong Kong government at this point, because, yeah, I mean, The you're problem right, is Brandon, they're
2: like, protesting, but now they're protesting something they can't have. It started with all that stuff, but now they're protest- protesting saying, you know, we want to control our election, which they can't do. And we want to kind of um, keep all of the civil liberties we're going to give up in, like, 40 years. So yeah, they can't—or not 40 years. It's not that they can't do it. They, they can't, can't do
0: it according
2: to China. Well, right. Well, <laughs> it's part of a deal.
1: <laughs> so Right. No, it's a, it's a tough situation because, yeah, like yeah. I said, China doesn't really have any incentive. And especially the funniest part is that Trump could today— just be like, hey, like this is why you do this crazy shit like all these stupid trade wars and stuff so that <laughs> you can say, hey, if you do what I want, tra- you know, I'll, I'll, I'll lay off on the trade war shit or whatever. Right. So if he wanted to, he could go there today and be like, hey, China, make this deal with Hong Kong, you know, give mm-hmm. them what they want, and then we'll do the trade deals or whatever. Everyone wins. hmm but he doesn't ha- he doesn't give a shit about no. what they're going through over there. No, and right. I love when people ask him questions about it and he just is like, Tough it's a tough situation over there. We I just hope it doesn't get doesn't get worse or what you know, and stuff like that. <laughs> right. And I love and I'm so strong, we're so strong uh, yeah, on China, because, I mean, we're gonna win. Obviously, so
0: you know? he has no idea what's going on over there. I mean he, he no, has no Steve he has no fucking <laughs> concept of, you know, Hong Kong even being somewhat separate from from China. Sure. Uh, you know it's funny i i come to omaha and our topic areas move like way outside of what we usually <laughs> talk about yeah like for sure. well, we <laughs> chase, chase, chase is someplace else why don't we uh why don't we take a little break there and when we come back we'll see if we can I get know, this train back on track get, get, yeah <laughs> get this green train back on track
1: Ooh. all right they give a word for the trade talks hong kong would be in much bigger trouble I think it would have been much more violent. I really believe China wants to make a deal. And they know it puts us in a very bad position if there's not a humane way of handling the problems. And i have let them know that, look, handle it in a humane fashion. Let's bring it back to the Midwest. Yeah, well, we yes, got to bring, bring it back, back to the Great Plains. Right? Hurricanes, so, uh, should we nuke <laughs> them? Here we go. Yeah, hurricanes. I'm pro-hurricane nuking. Let's just try it. What's the worst that could happen? Florida gets fucked up with radiation. It's already fucked up.
0: Didn't Noah have to make like a brand new like segment of their website just to answer this question? I thought I you were like, talking about like Noah's Ark. I was
1: like, <laughs> I don't think, think he had nukes. I, I don't think he had nukes when that was going down. I, don't I don't, think he had a website. It's either. been a while I was since
0: I. Where would Noah get Wi-Fi? In Great Plains News, uh, you know, I I did that drive from North Texas up to Omaha, and Very nice. uh, it was kind of. Interesting to see across the way across the
1: devastated <laughs> wasteland that is America. <laughs> right. The rusted out factories, right. I stopped, litter oh, the I stopped
0: at so many diners and talked to so many dudes wearing Carhartt jackets. Uh, you guys oh, wouldn't even believe it. Sure. No, it was it was really interesting driving across uh, Oklahoma in particular and seeing the way that their billboards have changed in mm. the past couple of years. Right, because you still have your barns spray painted like "abortion kills, sure. y'all." Right um but also That's a real like, friendly one but a also, real friendly like, abortion also across Oklahoma I saw a couple of things one of them was like let's not like waste american lives going to war with iran for something called like diplomacynow.com uh, wow. there there were like tons of those all, all across Oklahoma and yeah. then also the other thing that you see in Oklahoma now is like because their state legislature fucked up their uh, marijuana their like medical oh, legalization yeah. so bad they're like so many billboards for dispensaries. Like, all, you know, it's like, you know, doctor oh. on site, like, swing on by. Nice. Yeah. Oh,
2: did you hear about what happened with that Husker player that got caught with weed?
1: Or here? did he? Or was oh, right. it industrial hemp? Oh, yeah. Who's to say? Did you guys already cover that? I mean, did we talked, no, we we didn't talked a little bit about, not that particular incident, but we did talk about how there is this thing, and I think Texas has it, too, where... Right. They legalized industrial hemp, and even Mitch McConnell was like, "I support this 100%. Right. Bring this crop back to Kentucky. Yeah. You know, let's start making those uh, hemp lotions or whatever the fuck. Right. Yeah. Sure. Bert's, yeah. Bert's bees needs this hemp. We gotta go. We're going yeah. back to
0: 1700s rigging ships. Yeah. We need <laughs> oh, yeah. a shitload of hemp rope. Yeah. Oh yeah. But because knows all about
1: it. and see the funniest <laughs> part is that it almost is like it's a, kind of a scheme by the cops to be like. Well, we can't do. We anything. need we need more budget, you know, to do more testing uh, and yeah, stuff like yeah. that. Which is like, oh, yeah. it has to backfire hard because what state is going to be like? Oh yeah, you know, this is the time that we need to invest in a bunch of like really expensive sophisticated like weed testing equipment that can tell the difference between weed and industrial hemp, which you is like, what, that is? what is even the difference? It's kind of hard you, to tell. There's spend, not a fine yeah. line.
2: You spend $70,000. You give me a job and I will tell you, yes, that's weed. <laughs> that's weed. <laughs> that is the test. Oh tactic. man, that's hemp. Yeah. Uh, so that's the
1: know. ploy, but I, I don't think it's barring that they're literally like, we literally can't tell. Like if you, well, if you want to go take these people to court, They're just going to say, well, we tested it, and, you know, actually, uh, that was well within the levels of what industrial hemp should be. I'm actually kind
0: of surprised that they're going that way with it because it's never been past, you know, the point of any kind of law enforcement, especially through the fucking Bible Belt, for them to go like, we've got to test this. Oh, also, we're going to charge the person who we're, you know, accusing of a crime here. So I'm, I'm surprised that they're not just making them pay that themselves. Yeah, I don't think it's going to work, but it just seems like here, at least it
2: seems like it was sports based because if it was like anyone else driving through, following too closely and gets pulled over with bricks of weed, (laughs) they're not going to be like, well, we, if only there was a way for us to tell. If this was not industrial hemp, Right. I
0: mean. Oh, but, yeah. They love those stories. But about if like those the truckers can run the football real good. Like you know, I-80 or like, I-35 or something like that. We stop somebody carrying, you know, like so truckers, 17 pounds, you know, the street value of $225,000. You better <laughs> yeah. be able to run the football good if you're going to be traveling through weed <laughs> right, <here>. Exactly, so, <laughs> you know. But, yeah.
1: No, it's amazing. You know, even in Nebraska and places like that where it's not legal at all. They're like, well, CBD is legal. We were driving around the other day, and there's like uh, this store called Marco's Pizza slash Family Video. Which is like a new blockbuster that has shitty pizza. I was gonna hood. say that right. super
0: suspect. Oh, I've had that before.
2: <laughs> yeah, and it's the pepperonis not bad. are curled up. Yeah, I don't know. It's you okay.
1: could go there, you get a pizza, and it's not bad, and it's pretty cheap. And then you just pick up some, you know, you pick up trolls on, you know, Blu-ray, <laughs> and you're like, this is this is fine. It was ten bucks, you know, it was a package deal. It was not that bad. But now all they do is they have like banners outside their store that are like were, you know world's finest cbd inside oh yeah so it's everywhere now right. so i mean it almost is inevitable that even even the most regressive police departments and like their budgeting are looking at this being like right mm, is this really worth anybody's time at this point <laughs> right and just today new york said that they were gonna like expunge like thirty thousand prior uh convictions and all right. kinds of shit yeah. like that mm-hmm.
0: well and sanders came out on twitter it was either uh, today or yesterday and just said you know we've got so many people in prison for like low-level marijuana offenses we need to let them all out and completely expunge the records on that right you know? like, an, an amazing i mean that would just be an amazing coup for like criminal justice to just get completely get rid of these cases that like really nobody cares about right anymore
1: <laughs> right it's a waste of everybody's time like across the board yeah. uh, although it's not a waste of like the cops time when their right. quotas are like hey man you got to get that many thousands of dollars worth of tickets yeah sure yeah. They're, like or that. they're doing
0: the uh, like the civil forfeiture thing you yep. know where it's like he actually had a gram of weed, but guys, he also had Ziploc bags in his kitchen. Like, we need to seize this house, yeah, because this is obviously <laughs> like a giant drug dealing den. So that's some local news. <laughs> <laughs> no, it was it was kind of cool to see the uh, the way that the uh, like Oklahoma uh, billboard landscape has changed over time. Sure, um, I the also saw one of those uh, Nebraska. Uh, Brendan, I think you were talking about this on a previous episode, like nebraska's new we don't give a fuck tourist campaign Whereas, oh like, it's the, not it's for not everybody for one of these billboards was like just another day standing. in oklahoma
1: it, this is or, or? It, it, it
0: was in oklahoma oh man but it was like a nebraska tourism billboard and it was yeah. like just another day standing in the middle of a field and like a woman like shrugging <laughs>
1: Yeah. I literally, I literally think like, that visit Nebraska. The, the only explanation for that is it's some sort of like Ponzi scheme or like money laundering or something like that. Right. Where they were like, we just need this hundreds of, of millions of dollars right. to just disappear into the ether. Like, what can we do? And they're like, well, we can waste you know a whole bunch of money on completely ineffectual tourism. Right uh of being like don't even bother it's not that great <laughs> right uh but we'll just waste a ton of money running you know commercial tv commercials in oklahoma and stuff like that so that's the only explanation i can think of that makes any sense for yeah. this whole stupid nebraska tourism. i mean they're pretty Campaign. funny and
0: that is pretty much what anybody from nebraska kind of tells other people about nebraska oh, you know it's like <laughs> I, I don't know it's like it's fine i guess and like you know, what is there to do there? You to, the zoo? I mean, you go yeah, to the that's zoo. cool. It's a cool yeah. zoo. Yeah. 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 Yeah.
1: Uh, yeah. Nationalize the zoo. That's what I'm saying. Omaha. <laughs> take, it, take Nebraska. Take it over. <laughs> the other Midwestern news that I did want to touch on was there's a little bit of an ethanol kerfuffle, a Bruin. Oh really? Uh, because
0: is this is more uh, Trump is fantastic for Midwest farmers. Absolutely. Story? Yeah. Okay. yeah.
1: On top of all of the great things that he's been doing for the farmers, right. Right. his administration had this great scheme where they're supposed to be doing a bunch of ethanol because that's the deal they made with Iowa to like win the nomination. Yeah. And so that was part of the deal. But the way that the stupid ethanol works is that they take like fifty percent of the corn that is grown in the Midwest. And they give it to fucking Exxon, and they're like, all right, Exxon, do your thing and make this the ethanol. What? There was like some mandate where it was like, so much of your gas has to be ethanol. And they used to be able to like give exceptions to that. Right. But they were, it was an exception that was for like small. Business. refineries are being like we right. can't build two refineries in this small town yeah sure one ethanol one and one normal one in right. west texas what are we supposed to do and so they'd be like okay you get a pass or whatever right but exxon you don't get a pass because we know that you can do it uh but now they just said because they're the trump administration and they hate anything to having to do with the environment they were like ethanol fuck it anybody who wants an exception can get one and so now all these Midwest dudes are pissed because in the, back. the uh, you know, they're not making the ethanol that they said they would right. because they're giving these like small refinery exemptions to, to literally everybody. Exxon Mobil <laughs> right. and stuff like that. Right. And so basically it's like giving Exxon Mobil like a discount or whatever to be like, oh, you don't have to spend extra money doing the ethanol thing, taking money out of these corn dudes pockets. And so now they're like, well, what the fuck are we supposed to do? With our all our corn, if it's not going to go to ethanol, people eat it or something like that. There's no money in that, you know. Right. This is ridiculous. You know, I wanted that Exxon money. Uh, so now, the literally they're fighting between the Exxon money.
2: Yeah, they're, it's like
1: <laughs> corporate farmers are fighting corporate oil right now, and Trump's just caught in the middle. Any way you go. It's not going to be great.
0: (laughs) Corn's to the left of me. Exxon's to the right. Here Here I I am. am. (laughs) Suck in the middle.
2: Well, so this article came out August 24th in the World Herald from Bloomberg News. Trump orders biofuel quota boost to soothe anger over ethanol waivers. Also, over the last couple weeks, there was an article that said, you know, tensions, uh, farm tensions escalate. As USDA staff are threatened, I mean, what, what was that all about? Who, 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 they it was non-specific in the article at the time, <laughs> and I never followed just, up with it. But they said, you know, in the in we're, we're
0: going to Epstein you, right? You it, it began like, down about right tariffs. Trump oh, yeah.
1: sending his government thugs to take farmers out. Right, that's yeah. what's right. happening. Right, and the <laughs> farmer was not having it. He was doing that thing where he was like, if Obama sends his UN thugs to take my guns away, (laughs) he's got another thing coming. So when the USDA from the Trump administration shows up and they're like, we're here to take all your ethanol well, my, and turn it into is, feed corn
0: my question is where the fuck are all the jade helm people on this you know like you know back when they said like you know obama's gonna yeah. like completely take over the midwest right. and like all these fema camps are for like right. sending like good patriotic right. gun owners all like, the jade like, helm people
1: got jobs at border concentration camps as prison guards Oh, one hundred percent. because they, they took like, that
2: money from fema right, <laughs> you know? exactly.
1: but yeah all those dudes who are like if they set up the secret UN prison camps in Texas, like I'm revolting, right? And then they were like, "Well, what if you work there and it was only brown people?" And they're like, <laughs> "Right." Was like that Damn, was the only thing I was concerned man, you about. You drive a hard with. bargain. <laughs> that Obama's a genius. He was just he just he just didn't have that last step that you know got him to be on board. Right.
2: <laughs> it seems like a curious relationship between the two. And was it that uh, Purdue guy that was like the head of agriculture? He made a joke
0: about uh what do you call <laughs> oh, yeah, a bunch are, of farmers in the right. basement yeah, a wine cellar. Right, yeah, Sony yeah. Perdue, yeah, 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 the wine cellar guy yeah. who yeah. who ended up canceling his appearance at the
1: Nebraska State Fair. Right? Yeah, we talked about oh, it because he was so supposed sad. to come to town, but oh. it was like the day that the market crashed like 600 points right. and he was Whoopsie. like uh, I I'm busy that day actually. I so saw I'm sorry, I had a conflict <laughs> right. on my calendar. So I can't come get yelled at by farmers right now. That's right. You know, well, he's going to have a lot more market crashes to right. use as distractions. But, so. you know, I'm sure as soon as Trump starts running his re-election campaign, they're all going to be out farmers for Trump, you know, picket signs and all that shit.
0: Yeah, 100%. I don't know. I, yeah. I
1: would love to see... All the
2: bikers out here for Trump, even though Kawasaki is like laying people off. Yeah, so, I, just I would kidding. love I to know. see <laughs> but...
1: these farmers actually like grow a spine and start standing up to Trump because they actually have power in this relationship, right? If if a bunch yeah, sure. of dudes start going out there saying like, look, I supported Trump until he fucked me over one too many times, people are going to listen to that. Like right. the media is going to listen well, to that well. for sure. And you
0: and I were talking about that with Shane last week about, you know, it's not that the power doesn't like absolutely reside with the farmers. It's the challenge of trying to like radicalize them, yeah. right? I'm not sure like where do you even meet? like, all of the farmers, I guess, at the Iowa fucking State Fair. <laughs> right. But other than that, like, how how can the left in the Great right. Plains get out and meet all of these people? I mean, we're talking about, you know, in, in Nebraska, Congressional District 3 is literally, like, all of the state except for just Omaha <laughs> right. and Lincoln. Mm-hmm. And so, like, Congressional District 3 has, has less of a population spread out across easily like 10 times as much land area. Well, Chuck, you
1: have some experience with this because, and we actually had a farmer on the show, Art Tanderup. The Nebraska Democrat Party was trying to make inroads with the farm communities through the Keystone XL pipeline. And... Because farmer, you know, they were like repossessing farmer lands to yeah. build this stupid pipeline, and farmers were like, "I don't want this on my land. You know, I don't want you, the government, stealing my land from me."
2: Well, right. and the idea that you're using eminent domain for a foreign corporation, you know that that is wild. You know, so okay, we're
1: all one nation under oil. All right, Oh, yeah, no, <laughs> absolutely. Oil transcends national it boundaries. It, well, was it, was it a also- Michael Moore movie? <laughs> <laughs>
2: Well, also, I mean, recently, I think uh, the Nebraska Supreme Court upheld the uh, the route for the Keystone, the, the new right. route right, yeah. uh, for the Keystone right. Right, well, and that's what I was saying, so, is that yeah.
1: one of the ways that you get the support of farmers is that you say that you're going to go fight Keystone XL Pipeline and then win, right? That's right. the thing that yeah. they're missing, is that they say, like, yeah, we're going to do this and we're going to work with you, and then it, they don't fucking get it done.
0: Yeah, um, right. Yeah, and, right.
1: It, and, and it's because of the Republicans, and they support it, right? And so they, you know, have the money, they have the staying power to be like, we're just going to take this court fight all the way to the end, and we got all this oil lawyer money that's going to pay all the way for us. Mm -hmm. And so you would think that they would still be able to turn that into, you know, a victory and be like, go to these farmers and be like, look what happened, you know? This is, you need to stop supporting this. But like I said, there's always, you know, there's always going to be some excuse to continue to support republicans yeah but like what's the well, breaking point Brendan? because i mean, I mean we, we, there, we said that's that, what i want to know no we, breaking we said point.
0: that yeah we said that last week too but like now we're just piling on even more reasons for them not to support this administration and like wow. i don't know do they really fucking hate abortion that much that they're watching their entire livelihoods disappear. I mean, what it ends up being is this like completely non-materialist analysis where these right. people they're not rational actors anymore. Right. And I'm not sure that I'm willing to go that far. I've got to believe right. that there's some point at which the the current Republican administration has made things so bad for you and your family and your your livelihood and right. your extended families like like your entire town is dying because of fucking trade wars and ridiculous tax shenanigans and right. fucking climate change and keystone land grabs and like i mean look at the fucking like the ranchers down in texas along the border where they're going to build this wall and some of them are like you know what i will give up like half of my family's right. property for right. generations you know but like that can't be sustainable certainly there's got to be something at no. the end of that where I'm, they go, you know, like, I do dislike brown people, but honestly, like, I just need to have a change happen.
2: Right. But they're taking checks. I mean, it's right. like, yeah. if you're taking a check. It doesn't even really matter. I mean, this the Keystone Excel, the, one of the articles that came out recently was talking about pipeline activists with the commissioner. They're talking about a dude getting $49,000 from Keystone right. for playing along. right? And yeah. So, yeah, it's like, yeah...
0: It's not good for us, but we're, we're gonna make well, short-term yeah, profits. Sure. It's the farmer bailouts for the like the flooding and everything too. right but out. I
1: mean, there's a way to do it, but it's a way that takes work and effort, right? that the Democrats aren't necessarily ready to commit to because it's easier to pander, especially when you're in a primary where the you know, the rural farm audience that's conservative leaning, isn't the audience for a Democratic primary. So right. there's no incentive for them to go out and say, hey, I'm going to have robust agricultural policy that's going to actually you know, impact you and your family because that's not the audience that they're yeah, trying sure. to pander to. Right, right. But there could be things that you could do because the problem with the farm community is that they're getting screwed from both sides, right? The Democrats aren't really doing anything for them and the Republicans aren't really doing anything for them either, but they think they are because they're doing things for them like, Hey, why don't welfare. you sell your corn to fucking Chevron or yeah, whatever, sure, right? Sure. And that's not really a great deal, but there needs to be an alternative deal where it's like, hey, how about instead of we give all these you know tax benefits or whatever so that you can make ethanol and sell it to Chevron, and instead you're getting paid tax benefits to grow organic, local food or whatever and there's government venues where you can go and have this farmer's market so you don't have to sell to walmart or whatever right yeah
0: i was was just gonna say you know i mean what what we need to do i mean if we are going to be giving you know like cash subsidies to farmers it also needs to be serving you know like good goals i mean ethanol has always been kind of a boondoggle that, like you know it costs more than the energy that you actually get out of it um, and, you know, it really does end up just being sort of like a make-work program, you know. But instead, if you were like, you know, we're going to start paying farmers to, like, soil restorative rotational cropping. Right. Or we're going to have you plant, like, more windbreaks or, like, more... More permaculture sort yeah. of stuff that's like going to hold the fucking soil in place and not use as much water as we right. did before. You Put know? some of those cancer-causing
1: right. windmills on your farm. Oh, yeah, you absolutely. You know? yeah, absolutely. No, what about that, the that birds.
0: Was, <laughs> and that was crazy too. I mean, the entire way up from from Texas all the way to Omaha, I was in. I kept getting caught in these caravans of like these, you know, those huge long trucks with like mm, the shit. one big like turbine blade, um, yep. and like. You know, like 10 or 12 of them at a time. And you're driving through, you know, you drive through Oklahoma, you drive through Kansas, and you're seeing these huge wind farms all across the place. Yep. And then you get to Nebraska and it's like, all that traffic's just kind of going through at this mm-hmm. point. Cause like the Ricketts, you know, state government doesn't seem to care about wind development like at all. So they're like, no. they're driving those from fucking Texas through Nebraska all the way to Iowa where, you know, they're like, rapidly decarbonizing their their, their uh, energy portfolio their environmentalism is totally
2: concern trolling in the sense that you know Oh, it's I, like
0: bats and birds get killed by the
2: turbines or whatever. They do it for that. And yeah. then with the ethanol, they're like, this is clean for the environment and stuff. Yeah. I mean, <laughs> right, he, he, yeah. he literally said that on his podcast. I've tried to listen to as many of his podcasts as possible <laughs> oh, to keep up with it. You I know? had forgotten about that. <laughs> yeah.
0: we, we warned you that you shouldn't no. like, spend a whole lot of time doing it because it was going to... You have just... to. I mean, yeah, you have to. Oh, I'll, my God. I'll tell you,
2: right. this Hit podcast sucks better than yeah, theirs. Yeah, yeah. No, they're, they're low <laughs> lights for sure. But seriously, they do say, you know, I mean, ethanol is good for the environment. It's cl- it's good for our yeah. air. It's yeah. clean yeah, coal. So it's yeah, it's the like, clean coal. Right, of yeah, corn. totally. So it's like, oh, you care about it now just because there's a financial investment that you right. have. Right. Well, I, and I that's get, what
1: I said. That's why I love to see all these, like, conservative senators and Republicans and all these people going out there saying, like, why are we giving, you know, benefits to big oil? You know, it's like, oh, oh, you oh, guys, nice. you guys care about big oil now. Like that's, right. that's incredible that now that it's impacting your pocketbook, right. mm-hmm. you suddenly care about all of the tax yeah. subsidies that big oil's getting. Like, <laughs> right. I guess it's great that you still have the audacity to try to pander. You know, it right. just shows that that messaging is effective, right? Yeah. That there's people out there who are hungry for that messaging of saying, like, hey, this isn't a good, sustainable well, situation. Absolutely. And, 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 and they love to pay lip service And, to and that's
0: what I was saying before, that, like, I really think that the, you know, the, the salvation of, you know, Great Plains, Midwest, like, Bible Belt, whatever you want to call it, politics is going to be, like, materialist economic arguments. And, you know, like, once the, once the public fisk is right. all tapped out for subsidies that we can give, like, ailing soybean farmers in fucking iowa and wheat farmers in oklahoma and north texas or whatever like once that starts to run dry when people start to kind of balk at like funding it anymore then you're going to be able to say like look at what the government like look at what the neoliberal capitalist government Mm -hmm. that we've got right now has been doing to you and your communities yeah you know, And we've gotten to reach that point at some point. And, right. and honestly, we need to be out there right now making those arguments to their faces at every opportunity. Right. You know? right.
1: Well, and I think the, the funny thing is that in the long term, if you do make those arguments and you make them consistently, I think they will be effective. Because when you go to farmers and you say, you know, look, what hasn't been working out for you is this like Republican corporate bullshit where monsanto's taking over your farms they're making all the money and they're leaving you with scraps you know you're you're making deals with oil companies and you're getting screwed and they're making billions and what we can do is we can bring this back to like a community focused program where instead of selling your goods to the corporate overlords you start selling your farm stuff to your to local community people. yeah it's better for it's right. better for everybody yep. right absolutely and it even works it like I, i'm surprised that trump isn't doing this shit right now because it works in perfectly with his stop selling your shit to china plan Wait, or whatever you're right
0: you're surprised that he doesn't care and that <laughs> right. doesn't make connections or, or, or doesn't actually have his, like yeah, any kind of yeah. plan <laughs> for how that might work he just likes to say the thing right yeah yeah totally
1: so yeah i don't know i think all it takes is somebody to do it and and the only person in the race that can do it is Bernie, you guys. That's, That's
0: right. I, I think that is actually true.
1: <laughs> and Amy Klobuchar. <laughs> right. those, two, those two. It's one of those two for sure. Oh, my goodness. <laughs> Imagine <all>
0: <laughs> buying, buying a means-tested like, spinach from Amy Klobuchar at a farmer's market. <laughs> <laughs> well,
2: also, playing connect the dots, do you think that these fires in Brazil are having to do with the fact that Brazil stands to gain a whole lot from this trade war between China and the U.S., and they're like, "Oh yeah, you can have our beef and our soy, and we're I'm preparing sure. for these yeah. to be, you know, like absolutely." They see a market
0: opening up, and because also the government there wants to get rid of all of the indigenous peoples I mean, who live I've been hanging on out that conspiracy land. You know? Twitter for too yeah. long. It's no, like, of course. I mean, know. it's it's part of the consideration, you know, in the. uh uh, brazilian chargé d'affaires uh was on npr the other day basically saying that exact same thing where he's like like look we could put out the fires but like they want like <laughs> strings attached to that but the strings attached are anywhere between um you know you're gonna owe the world bank like interest you know for the rest of time to like (laughs) you have to stop massacring like women and children i mean it was so funny when
1: why are not you putting out the fires and he was like well you know it's gonna cost a lot of money and they were like how about this 20 million dollars and he was like no thanks uh (laughs) right they said that's insulting that you would try to give me it's like well what is it and then he's (laughs) and
2: then he said well We'll think about it, but he said insulting words, so he's going to have to apologize, take back those statements, and then right. we'll talk about taking yeah. his money.
0: Yeah.
1: It's almost like he doesn't want the fires to go out. Because I mean, so. I mean, you so, can make more money growing fucking So sw- What's a rainforest yeah. worth? Nothing. So, so what there it is. waste of space.
0: Yeah. What's so, oxygen worth? So there it is, Nebraska farmers. Like, you have an active role to play in actually saving the Amazon rainforest. Stop fucking voting for donald trump like we'll figure out an agricultural deal that's better for you and they can stop burning down the goddamn lungs of the world
2: you have to use the i-80 indicator and that's that big ass red trump barn. barn the trump barn i saw <laughs> i saw pictures
1: of that barn and some of the i think like the washington times oh, yeah. or whatever had sure. a picture of the trump barn oh, and and one of the their e85 the stories times. or whatever yeah yeah
2: i mean that that barn has the big Trump. Then they put the Don Bacon. They had a Taylor Royal sign, but that dude gets wiped <laughs> up in every election that he's ever fucking ran in. But now they've got the Matt Innes sign, and Matt Innes is the Republican that's running against Ben Sass because oh, wow. he's not okay. He's not respecting Trump enough. Hell he yeah, is oh, not, man. You know, approve you know supporting trump enough we need someone <laughs> from nebraska to represent us by supporting the yeah. president even more so so the so How the longer, trump even barn even though ben sass supports the president the
0: the trump barn ends up being like the waffle house indicator for uh, oh yeah like nat- yeah uh, for republican right?
2: politics 100 yikes yeah <laughs> that's what it is up here there is another barn when you go further towards omaha That usually has like the Jeff Fortenberry's and all those other ones like on the barn. But the barn looks more rickety. You know, the Trump
0: one (laughs) is the marquee. The the centrist Republican establishment like falling apart.
1: There's a a really great barn on the drive, too. We were driving with my mom one time and she was like, (laughs) oh, look, kids, look at that barn. It's hot pink it's a hot pink barn isn't that so cool and we no. were like mom that's a giant porn barn <laughs> Oh that's, shit. The, that's the porn barn right. that's <laughs> why it's hot pink right so yeah there's a lot what, of barn you activism it? going on did y'all
2: check it out like a field trip or, <laughs> you know? we, we
1: stopped my mom before it got to that point okay
0: <laughs> let's take a little break there y'all we'll come back right. with a high note
1: the corn belt connection
2: Hey comrades, it's Chuck. You remember me from Liquid Flannel. I just want you to know you'll still hear me on here from time to time, as you have with this episode, but I've also started another show called The Corn Belt Connection. Sometimes my friends and I will be reacting to Nebraska news, culture, politics, news throughout the region, and sometimes we'll be looking at the connection between our Corn Belt state and the rest of the country and world. There won't always be a tangible connection, and sometimes we'll be creating the connection ourselves, socially. It should be fun discussions and stories, so be sure to check it out. Stay tuned to Liquid Flannel, I plan to coordinate episode releases with my friends over here, and be sure to follow me on Twitter at Shaggy2Trope to get more information. And remember no matter where you are or who you are,
0: we all have an important interest in the Corn Belt. So I'm going to leave the high note in because my high note is very basic and it's just uh, its really nice to occasionally get together with you guys actually in person and do a podcast. That's yeah, my definitely. That's my high note this week is I'm here in <laughs> Omaha and you know, we may have a chance to do another episode while I'm here. It's literally, literally account, contact so. high note. <laughs> 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 yeah, I think that's the only
1: only high note of this week, for sure. <laughs>
2: <laughs> Labor Day is always kind of a high note, you know, having a day off and everything, and I think my high note is I'm going camping in uh, Illinois, Yeah, so, you know, that'll be pretty cool, and there will be people assembling of the leftist persuasion. Yeah, I was going to say there. this isn't just so, a
0: camping trip. This is like you know, a this is a, a convocation that you're
2: doing. Oh yeah, there's going to be seminars and things, and we're going to be learning and and um, having a good of time. The event? What's the actual uh, event? Midwest Left Assembly? Okay, cool. So yeah. it's going to be outside somewhere outside of rockford Illinois. okay cool so. yeah.
0: it wouldn't be very leftist of them to exclude anybody who wanted to come oh no huh. or but, you could do what we used to do at music vessels and pretend that you work there you know just <laughs> right. to get in the game yeah I'll, carry I'm with around the press. a hammer i'll, I'll <laughs> put my bow tie on and be like just with the press <laughs> just, just bring just bring a clipboard with a bunch of spreadsheets on it and be like i'm with oh, yeah. the omaha dsa i okay. just don't want them to think you know so this, that wasn't a call-out for the Omaha dude, DSA. Right. That was just a call-out for the, the DSA generally. <laughs> yeah, I don't
2: want them to think this dude is totally a plant. Or, uh, yeah, you could be like the, the, deep the, state. the
1: Andy Ngo of, of the Wait, how'd of you the pronounce the it? Is it it's isn't not, it no? It's, it's no, it's just no. Right. <laughs> right. Nope, not anymore. We're,
0: we were saying it nyo before, but no, no sleep apparently it's till no. Brooklyn.
2: I guess that's another high note. Did you see he got uh, booted off the quilt? Oh,
1: yeah. <laughs> oh, yeah, that was before left it, even even his alt right blog was like this dude's too crazy right. for us <laughs> <laughs> right yeah the downfall of uh, of andy we hardly of, no? No, we hardly heard? know the... <laughs> <laughs>
0: be careful cuz i did get in trouble i was like oh it looks like we've reached the point of you know puts on sunglasses no limits and <laughs> someone was like yeah, nice racist joke. And I was like, "What are you talking?" I was like, "No, it's not." I'm no, not- <laughs> dude, come on. He pronounces his he pronounces his name. No, it didn't have anything to. You know, they're like, "Oh, look white people oh, always make fun of Asian sh- people's names." It was like, if you were if you were from fucking Germany, and his last name were Noah, would have made it the same goddamn joke. Should should the high note also include uh,
2: pouring a proverbial sip on the concrete for Brett Stevens on Twitter oh you
1: yeah know? there was there was some beautiful bed bugs discord I was yeah, happy you said, No, you don't want to
0: you don't want to pour things on the concrete that just attracts them, Chuck what oh, you need to do is yeah, yeah, take yeah. all your plants and perishables out of the house That's and then you right. fill the house with very the hot air treatment. and yes. that kills yeah yeah absolutely mm.
1: now, I was very proud to have played just a small part in providing some <laughs> some Animorphs covers <laughs> right uh, to the cause so, someone was
2: like uh I hate to be that person. Person, but bedbugs do not have wings.
1: <laughs> it was true. I didn't search deep enough into the... There is a, a treasure trove of, of Animorphs covers. Matt, yeah. if you look behind you on that bookshelf, you will see oh, on the bottom shelf just uh a oh lot oh my god a lot of animorphs oh my god he's not kidding <laughs>
0: <laughs> this is a complete set of anamorphs numbers one you know,
1: through 32 it, it, they go up to, there they go up to 50 are so there, more? there are there it do goes have, up to 50 do you have all no, of them? no i don't i don't i need to i need to complete my collection <laughs> this he, this he needs patreon need. to really take yeah. It yeah, off, right. so that's why that. i need the patreon <laughs> i need that patreon every month i will take the patreon <laughs> And I will buy used Animorphs books. <laughs> well, where,
0: it's funny because last week you were telling me that when I was here, I could just like take some books from you. Not my precious It's just so crazy. I do have
1: some multiples, like... maybe. We'll, we'll negotiate. <laughs>
2: Everyone that loves talking about safe spaces end up needing them.
0: Oh, absolutely. Just, you know, yeah. No, uh, and those know. mashups with Brett Stevens where it was like... Like splicing together that shitty speech that he made, uh, you know, as a, a, a college, you know, like convocation uh, ceremony, versus him being on CNN because right. apparently he's also a CNN contributor. It was of like, course. you know, he's talking to the college and he's like, "You don't need safe spaces. Like, go outside of, you know, like when mm. when people say something that you don't like, like." You know, be strong. Right, like push right your intellectual. Boss. Yeah, right. Yeah, <laughs> intellectual boundaries. And on CNN, he's like, I just thought that it was actually, you know, like really offensive for this person who who has like fucking thirty five followers on Twitter to make a joke about how I'm a bedbug and like like really, <laughs> yeah, really. What we need is for our social media to be, you know, like like a, a you know, not, I'm not gonna say safe space. I'm gonna right. say you know uh, like secure um say like (laughs) limited location for for people to (laughs) whatever
2: wasn't there another new york times like opinion writer or something that got in a bunch of trouble for writing some lady's boss i think it was like when they were talking about how ilan omar is not really from the midwest or rashid rashida uh, Rashida talib barry
0: weiss has that was yeah She's another one of these people who who is always doing the same, like, every three months you get the same fucking op-ed that, that she writes about, you know, how campus safe spaces are destroying the, like, the intellect of, right. of America. She spent all of her college years trying to get pro-BDS... Uh, professors fired anybody who who said anything good about palestine passing around petitions and organizing you know like counter protests at the uh, anytime they were giving a speech or anything like that so yeah it's it's always with these people safe spaces for me not for thee right
1: brett stevens is out there saying like even the most you know vitriolic hate speech is protected but you know as part of the fabric of the freedom of free speech in america (laughs) Unless somebody has like a milk toast joke about me, and yeah. then oh, yeah. that's yeah, right, right. where I draw the line, sir. I mean, when your when your hate speech is about me, because... I wish the
0: dude had actually taken him up on his offer because he said in the email, like, I I offer you know a, an unqualified invitation to you to come to my house, meet my meet family. my wife, meet my family, have dinner with us, and then call me a bed bug to my face, and it's like, wait what There's a deal food also yeah, like, yeah. Seriously. well and
1: did you see though that the dude's boss also was like and anytime you want to come speak at our college brett stevens you're more than welcome to oh come my God, so no way. it's he's just he, it's just everything's coming up brett you know <laughs> yeah he quit he quit twitter he's getting job offers <laughs> right it's it's everything's amazing out there
2: well that that brett bug may not have wings but That was very high.
1: That was high. (laughs) Well, and one of the best parts about it too was that Trump just couldn't help but jump on that train where he was like, oh, everyone's slamming... Although my favorite part was first that Trump saw that everyone was tweeting about bed bugs, and he immediately started tweeting... My hotels don't have bed bugs. That's fake news, right? And people and then, were like, "We weren't talking about that," but but you bring up a great point. But a dude did sue you for bed bugs. Right. Yeah, dude,
2: I couldn't. That's what broke my brain that day because I was like, "Okay, I'm missing something. What's the connection?" Like, I, I see everyone laughing about bed bugs, and then I see Trump t- talking about bed bugs in a seemingly different way. Is this like the year of the bed bug? Or yeah, what? he
1: eventually figured it out. He kept scrolling. <laughs> And then he was like, "Oh, everyone's slamming on Brett Stevens." I love that. I, <laughs> I, I hate that guy. And you know, so funny it was beautiful. Because like
0: Brett Stevens is probably one of the more like Trump Trump positive people on the New York Times editorial staff. Well, right. And then when
1: they hired Brett Stevens, people were like, "Why are you hiring this guy? Right. He sucks." And the New York Times literally said well look, there's different kinds of diversity. <laughs> there's and different kinds of diversity. diversity. Yeah. <laughs> this is called intellectual diversity and well that's what we're striving for, uh, you know, a diverse array of, of voices. Not right. only do we have Barry Weiss talking about college safe spaces as a woman, we've got Brett <laughs> right. Stevens talking about college safe spaces as a rich white Republican man. Yeah. That's called ideological diversity. And right. so it, it was absolutely amazing that uh, he just continues to write the same four articles over and over again and just continue to book time on cnn yep. and right. get booked on college campuses to do his ridiculous i mean inane yeah speaking if that's, tours. It, that's his shtick
0: is basically you know getting a wedgie where somebody fucking pulls his underwear up over his head <laughs> and calls him a poindexter yeah. like right. constantly always online you know then like i'm surprised that he quit twitter actually it's going to be bad for his grift Right. at this point well
1: it was funny because apparently he had already quit twitter but he didn't like delete his account so he's like no i'm gonna delete my account which is like <laughs> right. yes brett that's what we all wanted right. we wanted you to shut up and go away <laughs> please thank you dreams can come true yes that's the moral of it
0: that was it doesn't get higher than it that. doesn't get higher than that <laughs> yeah. not at all <laughs> well thank you brendan thank you chuck and yeah. uh yeah this has been a, a super fun time thank you, Brendan, for putting us up in the Brendome yeah, it's coming absolutely. together thanks great. for breaking
1: in the Brendome yeah. great studio it's real here. now
0: yeah. that's right actually really nice studio and chuck supplied all of our sound equipment and everything's looking fantastic
1: so.
2: and i think i'm pretty sure I could probably sneak in here and live in here and you wouldn't even notice You know, <laughs> There's so All many the hidden space. rooms yes. in that basement. It's I, yeah, I don't
1: go in the cupboard under the stairs very frequently, so bodies it's very days. possible. Yeah. Right. Bo- hashtag
2: bodies for days. got to get that <laughs> trended on Twitter.
0: Well, Chuck, thanks for being with us, man. What do you yeah. want to plug while you're here? Well, I'm getting closer to
2: getting Corn Belt Connection off the ground. Nice. There's some stories that I'm really looking forward to. As soon um, as
1: Chevron finishes processing those audio files. (laughs) Right. (laughs) Right.
2: (laughs) Well, there's one that I've been kind of working on, or that I kind of um, had heard a little bit about, about that uh, car fentanyl bust in Omaha, Mm. where the guy had been captured by the Taliban for a little while in Afghanistan. It's a wild story, so I'm, yeah, I'm kind of looking right. forward. I'm to intrigued, that, you know, absolutely. Yeah. So you'll get a lot of stories like that on Corn Belt Connection, just things from the Midwest that are a little bit out there. So you hell know, yeah, definitely be on the lookout for that.
0: Hopefully Chuck doesn't end up hung from a bunk bed for covering the Franklin scandal. You
2: know, I was gonna say, <laughs> if uh, <laughs> if anything happens, know that while I made joke about things. I'm very happy all the time. (laughs) I love life. I love it. And I would never do something to myself.
1: This is a legally binding podcast. So this is admissible.
0: You know, it's all right, listeners. Chuck has already given us his dead man switch just in case anything happens. So, you know, we'll post that on the Liquid Flannel Twitter. I don't give a fuck. We we will post that info dump on the Liquid Flannel Twitter at liquid underscore flannel. I'm Matthew Hodges. I'm on Twitter at Matt the Great with a W and Brendan Williams. You are on Twitter.
1: I'm at Brendan Williams with one L.
0: That's right. Um, We're going to figure out another time to record our bonus episode sometime. But, you know, if you like, you know, if you've enjoyed this conversation and you want to hear more of it. You get a completely exclusive, amazing double double your fun, double Mm. episode every week if you go to our Patreon, uh, which is I still don't remember what the URL is. So just go to our Twitter account and it's in in the bio there. But dollar a month, guys, come on, let's let's see some uh, let's see some support for some great plains politics out there. That's what I'm saying.
1: Like twenty more Animorphs books. Yeah, (laughs) (laughs) right. Absolutely. Let's
2: make it happen.
0: Well, thanks, everybody. We'll see you next week. Ciao.